Welcome to the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. Good to see you. Hello, hello. Uh, I could think of no better way to open the new year than with the message that Master Dogen has today from Genjo Koan. Now, this is also the closing section of Genjo Koan that we will be looking at. We've been with uh, Master Dogen for most of 2023, but you know, New openings are also endings, are they not? The last moment is ended and a new moment has begun. So the ending of Genjo Koan is actually the beginning of everything else that is to come. And the message that Master Dogen has in the passages we're going to look at today, well, I couldn't think of any better way to live not just 2024, but this moment right now and all of the rest of life that comes. His message is that um, vital, that, that wise for all of us. And what is that message that we're going to look at today? The dance is up to you and the rest of us, the rest of us dancers, but the dance is all up to your next leap and twirl. You know, I called my book where uh, this translation comes from, The Zen Master's Dance. And one of the reasons for that is because uh, in my feeling, Master Dogen's vision of reality and our place in it is very much like our each being a dancer in a great, great dance that is going on, this dance that we call the universe, reality. And we are on stage. This is our time. Suddenly we, how did we get here? We enter stage right when we were born. We twirl around, we leap around, sometimes we stumble. And then someday exit stage left. But you know, In the Buddhist vision, we are the dance. It's not just our little time on the stage, the whole dance. Maybe we keep entering and exiting according to traditional Buddhism, as you know, no comment. I'm just commenting on our time on the stage right now. And our time on the stage right now as one of the dancers is the whole dance coming alive. This is Master Dogen's vision. You are not just an isolated victim of life. You are the creator of life. Not all of it. I'm not saying it's all in your control, but I'm saying more is in your hands and in your toes as a dancer than you realize. That's Master Dogen's message. You're not just one isolated dancer on the stage. I mean, according to Master Dogen, everything is dancing, the stars in the sky are dancers, the tree over there, that bird that just flew by. All of you who are sitting there, 
You're all dancers, so it's an ensemble, or as they say in French, un ensemble. How's my French, Bion? No? Ensemble. No? Okay. It's an ensemble. It's all of us dancing together, twirling, partnering, a great square dance, if you will, a great ballet. But it each pours into our toes and our hands and our, our words, thoughts, and acts all bring the dance to life. You are the dance coming to life. The whole dance, the whole universe, this is Master Dogen's great image and most of the, the others Zen Master, all of them. The whole universe pours into your little toe as it's twirling and twirling and twirling, you see. Every gesture you make is the whole universe gesturing. Every leap is the whole universe leaping. Like we, Master Dogen last time spoke about the fish swimming through the sea and the bird flying through the sky. The bird is not just in the sky. The bird is the sky coming to life and shapes the sky, brings the sky to life. The sea would be dead water without the life of the fish and all the other creatures, but the fish swimming makes the ocean, you see, not just dead waters. And we are the life of the party, my friends. Now, how you live it. Ah, that's Master Dogen's other mess message. How you dance it, if you're a dancer, don't be a dancing klutz. Don't be a dancing, how to say, someone who messes up the dance. Dance with grace, dance with balance, dance with beauty. Dance to make it as wonderful as you can. Now you can't control the whole thing. It's a very complicated dance and all those other dancers, but your little bit of it, you can bring the beauty, the, the grace, the balance of it all to life right where you stand. Okay. That was a spoiler. That's what we're going to be looking at today in Master Dogen's words. So last time we spoke about the birds and the fish swimming, and they're each in their place, and you are in your place. So Master Dogen begins, when we find our place where we are here and now, practice occurs that actualizes the universe. When we find our way in this moment, practice occurs that actualizes the universe. You are bringing the universe to life, just like every flower in the garden brings the garden to life, just like every stitch of a thread on a, on a beautiful Tapestry brings the tapestry to life. The whole tapestry is contained in each thread. The kesa I'm wearing is just thread by thread by thread, and it brings the whole kesa to life. You could take away one thread maybe, or another thread, but soon you have a hole, and soon you have a bigger hole, and soon there's no kesa. And there, to us, you are not just part of the universe. This is important to understand. You are the universe completely actualizing in your place. Master Uchiyama even said it's almost like we all are in our own universe. 
Think of it. Every dancer on the stage is actualizing the whole dance in that place. And the whole dance and everything that came before or came after pours into that. You are not just a victim of life. You are just not a small cog in the wheel. You are the whole great turning, turning, turning. Master Dogen continues. In truth, the place and the way are neither large nor small, are not just the self nor others. The place and the way are neither things that have come from the past, nor are they only arising now. You may do a small thing, make a small turn, make a small gesture, do a small action, or you may do a great thing, make a great leap, change the world, write a book like I did that's going to change the world. Be sure to buy your copy, Building the Future Buddha. I had to get my plug in, sorry. Okay. Whatever you do, when, you, when the dancer leaps small, the dance is small. When the dancer leaps big, the dance is big, but it's really beyond big or small because the whole universe pours into each atom of it, each tiny gesture. Now, sometimes we do big things in life. Sometimes we do small things in life. Sometimes life forces us to be big. Sometimes life forces us to be small. I'd like to take a little aside for a second with a special message to a couple of our Sangha members who I've heard from recently, whose life was kind of bigger and now it's forced to be small and they're suffering with it a little bit. I'm talking about a couple of our members who used to be very, very active. We had a couple of athletes and recently they've had a couple of injuries and health issues and suddenly their life has gotten very confined. They can't even get out of the house, basically. Uh, they, I'm talking about people who were jumping out of planes and bicycling. These are, you know, hyperactive people. I want to say hyperactive, superactive people. And uh, suddenly their life is small and they're having trouble adjusting from it. It's neither big or small in a sense. You, you adjust, we adjust to circumstances. This is our practice, you know. But remember, the whole universe is in every space and every inch. And what we make of it can realize the whole universe. Even when you were climbing great mountains and you looked out and you saw it was boundless because you were that kind of nature as you'd go in the mountains and look out and look spacious, you were still just in one tiny space at the tip of your toe. And now that you're in your room or in your chair and barely could move, you're in one tiny space on the tip of your toe and you're looking out the same eyes and the, wor the whole world is there. You, you may just feel like you're more bounded in small, but you're not. You're exactly the same space and exactly the same universe you were before. Okay, that was my special message there. In truth, the place and the way, I'm just rereading what I wrote from Master Dogen, my translation. The place and the way are neither large nor small, nor are they just, not just the self nor others. When you're a dancer in a dance, have you ever lost yourself in a dance, been at a rave and, or, or on a dance floor? Some of us, I'm sorry, some of us are older, you know, 
I, I didn't like disco, but I got to remember back in the 70s, I would get on the floor, you know, Donna Summer, you know, you know, Donna, and dance and dance. And I'd lose myself, you know, I'd lose myself there. Right? Okay, anyway, and you'd realize you are an individual self, but you are also the ensemble. You are the whole company dancing. The birds, the tree, the stars are your dancing partners. And you're one great thing. You're one great thing. The other people in your life are not just other people. They are your family, your community, your ensemble. They are your dancing partners. You are one great dance. It is a, a group dance. I, I, when I was in Miami, I did take salsa lessons. And they have this, uh, you know, salsa, you have your partner. And you and your partner become one beast, one creature. When you're dead, I was never a good salsa dancer. Don't get me wrong. Mina was great at salsa dancing, except at the time she had started to dance, to learn Aikido. And sometimes she would confuse her Aikido moves with her salsa moves. And she'd be twirling me around. Next thing I know, she had me on the floor in a chokehold. I'm not kidding. Really, really. Sometimes she'd grab my wrist and twist me around. And I'd say, well, Mina, that's the wrong thing. That's Aikido. That's not salsa. But anyway, the, your dancing partner and you become one. And then they have something in Miami called uh, Salsa Ruida, I believe it's called, which is a group salsa dance. It's like a square dance. And the whole group of people kind of switch partners and going back and forth. And I take your partner and you take my partner. And it becomes one great thing. I like to talk about my, my sister Susan, who was an actual Broadway dancer. She was a ballet dancer. Uh, if you know, Bob Fosse was a choreographer on Broadway. My sister was a Bob Fosse dancer, right? Which you wouldn't tell from me because when you're going to see me dance later, you know it did not get inherited by me at all. But anyway, she would dance as a company. You can never dance as yourself. You got to dance with the whole and watch, keep an eye on whatever else is happening. If any of you are musicians and have ever played in a band, the drummer just doesn't go his own way. He's got to kind of be listening to the guitar and the bass and the, the vocals. The guitar has to be listening to the bass and the drums. It's a great thing. You're one thing. Well, this is you in the universe is this one thing. So that's why Master Dogen says you are not just self nor others. And you are neither just what has come from the past nor are you just arising now. If you're in act three of the dance, you're in only act three of the dance because of what happened in act one and act two. You are the product of everything that's come before. But what's come before is getting actualized now. Act one happened so that it would continue and here we are at act three and you are dancing act three which will be the opening for act four and act five which are yet mysterious we don't know what they will be but your toe right now your take a leap boom you left but that leap is the is the product of everything that has happened since the big bang and everything that's happened since last week right but your action right now is it's coming to fruition. And your act right now 
is now the seed that is setting off the explosion that will be whatever comes next. Literally, the Big Bang was the opening act and has rolled and rolled and rolled. And it, the Big Bang is still happening right now in your snap of every finger, your every word, thought and act. Okay? So that's why the place and the way are neither things that have come from the past, nor are they only arising now, both. And they are also the doorway to the future. Continuing with Master Dogen. Now, you know, his next point, to give a spoiler, is that this is what's happening in the universe, even if you don't know it. And most people who have not had the benefit of listening to a Jundo talk or reading Master Dogen's Genjo Koan may not be aware of this. But Master Dogen's point is it's happening anyway. The beauty. If you heard that, our oil heater sings every year. But I didn't recognize that, that tune. I have to listen next time. It's usually Love Me Tender by uh, Elvis or Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. But that was a different one. I must have brought in a new oil heater. Anyway, back to our main topic. The benefit you have is you're going to realize that you are the dance. Most people don't know. They think, oh, my gosh, how did I end up here on this stage? I'm bored. And what is it all about? And it's all confusing. And I hate those other dancers. And I'm going to vote for that guy. And he's destroying the world. And look at that war on the other side of the stage. You know, it's all so terrible. And it is. It is. The, the stage, we have a job to make this stage and this dance as beautiful as we can in this world. But most people just feel isolated and alienated and angsty. Is that a word? Angsty? They feel uh, neurotic and, and, and lost. And what's the point of it all? And they're looking for meaning. Well, here you realize, oh, wait a second. We're the dance. There's the meaning. And our job is to make the stage as beautiful as we can and to dance this dance as gracefully as we can. So that's Master Dogen's point here. Do not assume that what you realize becomes something you know or is perceived consciously as some state of enlightenment. Like, oh, I'm enlightened now. Everything is perfect and makes sense and suddenly there are no problems in the world. Although brought to real realization immediately here and now, the mysterious state may not be apparent to the mind. Its realization may be beyond ordinary or discriminating knowledge. As the Zen masters always say, it's, it's not an idea to hold in the stupid box between your ears. It's not something, it's, it's like a, a word on the tip of your tongue that you, you can't, Oh, it is love me tender. Sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not a, it's like a word on the tip of your tongue that you could. It's like a feeling you sense in your bones, but you cannot. Je ne sais quoi. There's my other friend. Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what it is, but it's it's there and true. And and we realize that it's not a state. I'm enlightened. I've seen now it's all done. Master Dogen's next point in the last paragraphs of this essay is that. Now it's up to you for what you do with it. You don't realize, oh, I'm a dancer in the dance. I'm done. There, that was the point. I'm a dancer in the dance. No, no, stupid. Your point as a dancer in the dance is to dance. Keep dancing. Keep dancing. 
realizing, oh, I'm a dancer in the dance, I'm the whole dance, is not the point. It's not an idea. I, I, I realize I'm a dancer in the dance. I can leave now. No. The point of realizing you're a dancer in, in the dance is to continue dancing and when you continue dancing, to dance with beauty and grace and poise and all those other words that I lack but my sister Susan has. By the way, she just turned 81 and I got a New Year's message from Susan. She said, sorry, I can't right now. I'm off to teach my dance class. I'm a little slow right now because I hurt my leg, so I got to sit in the chair. Talk about someone who was big and now must teach from a chair. But she's teaching her dance class. And they love her in the dance school because she teaches old school. You know, she's, she's teaching the, the, the old dancing, you know, back from when I say old, you know, she, she, she was a dancer in the 60s and 70s, uh, mostly. So she teaches that way. They love her. But 81, she's still teaching dancing. My sister Susan, here's to you. Okay, so how do we uh, bring the dance alive? The famous story that closes Genjo Koan. Zen master Baoche of Mount Mayu was fanning himself. A young monk came before him and asked, Master, the nature of air is always present and there is no place where it does not reach. Why do you fan yourself? Notice, spoiler alert, this air is the Buddha nature, that which holds all this universe together, what I sometimes call the flowing wholeness of it all. Buddha, uh, some people use other words, or better, no word at all, but, you know, the dance. So if the dance is everywhere, why do you bother to dance? That's uh, another way to put this question. Think about it. The dance is, everything is the dance, so why do you bother to dance? Why don't you just sit there and observe it? Master Baucha replied, although you may know that the nature of the air is always present, you do not understand the meaning of its reaching everywhere. The monk asked further, then what is the meaning of its reaching everywhere, Master? The master just carried on fanning himself. The monk bowed deeply. Although the dance is everywhere, your job, my job, is to dance, to bring it to life. Buddha is realized when we bring her to life, or they, them, she. I, pronouns don't apply like that to the Buddha. When the Buddha brings them to life, the Buddha comes to life, you see. The dance does not come to life if everybody just sits down on the, on, on the stage and quits. That kills the dance, actually. Well, you could also say that was part of the dance. It was a sitting down dance. But that's, my point is, the dance is meant, the dance never stops, you see. But the dance only comes to life by us dancers. The bird brings the sky to life by flying. The fish brings the ocean to life by swimming. There would still be a sky, there would still be an ocean without the bird, without the, 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 the fish, but it would be a lifeless place 
I think this universe, don't you get a sense, went to all the trouble to have life. Seems to be life is probably going to be lots of places. Intelligent life, probably less places. And then somehow wound around. You hear me, you hear me talk about this sometimes. Just amazing. Every single step wound around. Every single twirl of the dance wound around to you. And if at any time in 13.7 billion years, the universe had decided to hang a left instead of that right turn it made, we would not be having this conversation. Very strange. Very strange. Now, why that happened? Why does the universe need a beyond? No idea. Frankly, we could do without them. You know what I mean? Not personally. You know what I mean? But the universe would would get on, you know, great. If there was not a you or me, it would seem, right? Why did the universe need a Jinda? Somebody else could do this job. Got it? Why was I born as this Jundo in this time and place? Maybe there's another Jundo on the other side of the universe. Looks just like me. Gives just as much uh, these silly little talks. But that's not me. Why am I this one here? There could have been a Jundo 200 years from now. Looks just like me. You know, same social security number. But it's not me. I am this one and this point in act three. Very mysterious. Now, it, you know, modern science says, oh, it's all just chance, you know. The, this evolved, the dinosaurs got hit by the meteor, this happened, that happened, your grandfather met your grandmother, they did the, you know, the, the other two back to dance, their own salsa, you know what I mean? And then you're born, or your parents were born, and then you're born, just uh, very convenient. And I say, I suspect something more is up here, personally. But in any case, the universe wound around 13.7 billion years of dance steps without a miss, without any, you know, body failing to show up on time. And here you are. What are you going to do with it in 2024, my friend? You bring it to life. The whole universe said, uh, time for you to get off the bench and play ball. You bring it to life. Now, how do you do it? Any just way? Master Dogen's point is we got a lot of choices. These are ethical choices. This is where karma comes in. Now, I'm not talking about the karma that may cause a rebirth lives from now. I'm talking about the karma that comes to life right now. If you pick up a gun or a stone and throw it at someone, you make this an ugly dance. If you utter words of hate right now, you make this a hateful dance, a violent dance. If you make pollution in the air, by the way, Shodo Spring is coming this evening. Be sure to see her, great environmentalist. We make this a dirty dance, a polluted dance. We hide the Buddha. We, we, we bring out Mara. Stephen Batchelor has a wonderful book. It's a very unusual, it's not his usual topic writing called uh, Something About the Devil. And he says that the devil and Mara are really two sides of each other. It's like the Zoroastrians, I think, say good and evil or the, you know. It's kind of true. The devil and God are maybe two sides of each other in the sense that it's up to us which one we bring forth. 
You bring back, would you bring, do you bring a, a life of peace, generosity, goodness, love, caring, diligence, beauty? Our poet is here, Yakshim. Hi, Yakshim. Good to see you back. He writes poems of great poignancy. He brings the world to life in every one of his poems, right? Do you do that or do you create the other words of hate and anger and, 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 and stupidity and, and, and violence and bigotry and, 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 and all the, the hateful things we see in the world? blood and, and, and children suffering. What do you bring? Which dance do you help create? It's not just fanning. It's not just dancing. It's how you fan and dance. That is so important in this point from today. Even if you made mistakes in the past, you pick up from here. You may have been a terrible dancer in the past, you may have done a great deal of damage to other people and to yourself, but the new dance begins underfoot right here. It's kind of a redemption. It's kind of a uh, atonement, like our verse of atonement. All the harmful karma we've done, we bow to it, we recognize it, and boy, we feel the damage we've done, but we move from here. This is why we fan even though the air is everywhere. And so Master Dogen closes his Genjo Koan with these words. The verification of the Buddhist teachings, the vivid means of their correct transmission, is just like this. Everything he's been saying all these months we've been with the Genjo Koan. By the way, thank you, Bjorn, always post this. If you missed any of our previous Genjo Koan episodes, they are still available anytime. Anytime in this modern age, just click a button. There they are. We need to work to make it appear in life. If you believe that you can do without fanning because the air is always present, you will understand neither always present nor the nature of air. The nature of air is present always. Thus, the wind of the Buddha's house is a treasure like gold from the earth, turning its long rivers into sweet cream. Now, I like that, that example of the gold is always present in the earth, but you have to dig it out. You have to polish off the, the dust and make it shine. That's our job. It's always there, but it's either you're going to leave it hidden and covered with mud, or you're going to polish it, your life, this world, and make it shine. The, the, the cream is always there in the milk, but you have to churn it. You ever, you ever see the, those old churns, butter churns? They have got to do this, not just go to the grocery and pick it up. You know, you had to churn it in Master Dogen's day to make the cream, right? So that's our job to churn this life. That's basically all Master Dogen has to say. It's a simple point, actually. Now, I just remind you, this was written in 1233, revised 1252, but 1233, almost 800 years ago, but still as uh, poignant as it is today. It was written in the first year of the Tempuku era, era which meant there was a new emperor, also something new, just like our new year. 
And I remind you again, this was his teaching to his lay student, Mr. Ko Shu Yo of Kyushu Island. He wrote this for lay folks. He wrote it for you, for you, the dancer that you are. Okay, that's all I got. Thank you again for your patience. And uh, anybody got uh, any questions, complaints, requests for their money back, whatever you'd like, uh, now's your chance. Let's use this media. We'd like to hear from you. Thank you for joining us for the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast zazen, retreats, discussion, jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.